following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome to this update edition of Main Street Sports. Today, we'll be joined with Heather Williams of WCYB-TV out of Bristol for her weekly conversation on things that go round and round. A little NASCAR talk. Well, we'll be uh, diving into the crazy first day of the NFL free agency. Also, we'll be joined by Troy Fleming about an upcoming event he has at BGA. And also, we'll get his thoughts on the Vol football program. And it is hump day. That means the weirdest and wildest and wackiest news on Wild and Wacky Wednesday. A couple of zany guys down by the Duck River. Speaking of such, we go to the Hall of Famer in his true blue Raider today, Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Afternoon, gentlemen. What's going on? As tweeted by Chip Walters last night, Uh the only remaining Tennessee collegiate (laughs) basketball program continuing its season Mm. resides in Murfreesboro. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) they'll be taking... Sorry, JP. (laughs) You know, that is the perfect consolation for me. That's true. As a Vandy fan and a graduate of Middle Tennessee State. Works out. Works out. The last two teams standing, huh? I'm 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 surviving today. I'm okay. Yeah, it was a it was a tough bow out by the Commodores, but I tell uh, you what, happy for the Blue Raiders. I don't know I don't know who took who had a tougher night last night though, the Vanderbilt basketball team or the new logo. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Because I'll tell you what though, you go to Xavier and you only lose by two. In that environment, they led the entire second I half. I understand too. it. They they vandied their way to a loss. Yeah. I get it, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! He just went same old vandy he on did. basketball. He, he went hashtag Man. sov. Yep. Well, I, I mean, look, come on, people Braves, murdering the logo. You don't have to murder the team now. The Braves, people are murdering the logo, by the way. Braves <laughs> have barving. Vandy has vandy. It's just it's it doesn't matter what sport it is uh, when you do. Things like that. It's 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 a verb. <laughs> I mean, mm. Clemsoning. <laughs> Do you remember when Clemsoning was a big thing? Gosh, uh, is it not still after this past what, was year? It, well, it might be. <laughs> was it that with the P too? Clemson. <laughs> wasn't that the? Clemson. Or was that something K-L- completely different? K L E M P. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're in Clemson. Yeah. You're oh. Not for Clemson. You're just Clemson. <laughs> Hope you guys have had a great start to your week. As we get you to the. The crest of the week and the other side of this show is the downward slope to the end of the work week for most of you, <laughs> and we hope that you guys have had a great one. We have a great show. JP told you all about it, so let's go ahead and send it back to JP as he, as he gives you the results from yesterday. There were some, some sporting results from across the mid-state, and today's schedule on the rundown. This is the rundown. All right, we get right into it on this Wednesday rundown. High school baseball from yesterday. 
Oakland over Riverdale three to two. Siegel defeated Rockvale six to one. A couple of Rutherford County rivalries. Overton over Hillwood eleven nothing. Station Camp down Clarksville three to one. It was White House falling to Springfield twelve to nine. Nolansville four Centennial three. Brentwood ten Summit seven. Columbia Academy down Franklin Road Academy nine to four. It was Beach twelve two over Davidson Academy. DCA defeated the Monarchs ten to nothing. And MTCS over Providence Christian. 11 to 1. High school softball from Tuesday. Westmoreland 9 to 6 over Smith County. Beach over Gallatin 7 to 2. Station Camp Big over Hendersonville 15 to 2. Community 18 to 8 over Murfreesboro Central. Independence 12 1 winners over BGA. And Friendship Christian down Clarksville Academy 13 to 3. On the pitch in boys soccer, Gallatin over Lebanon 3 to 1. MLK Martin Luther King 5 0 shutting out Maplewood. Tullahoma shut out by Murfreesboro Central and Fairview 3-0 over Nashville Christian. College baseball yesterday from First Horizon. Is that is that what we're calling it now, right? Still First Horizon I don't for think now. it's changed yet. Okay, for now. First Horizon. <laughs> where the sounds play. Vanderbilt and Belmont um, without fans. Uh, so did it happen? I'm it was sure. on social media. I, yeah. I think Vanderbilt's okay. going to tell you it yeah, did. Yeah, Vanderbilt did. Uh, absolutely. 13-4 to four the score over Belmont yesterday. Tennessee, uh, big over Butler, 13-3. to three. Lipscomb got their game in at Louisville and uh, got yeah, a win. They got a win over the 15th ranked Cardinals. Yeah. Is it Lipscomb? Lipscomb won. Lipscomb. Good All right, them. good for the good, Bison. Good for, good for Jeff Forehand. That's a heck of a way mm-hmm. to, to to rebound after a season and weekend sweep from Jacksonville State. Go, go. go up to Louisville and beat the 18th ranked Cardinals. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Don't overlook us. There you go. Cumberland, uh, 22 uh, to 8 and 15 to 1 over Johnson. That's Is that Johnson right? University. Johnson University. Out of Knoxville. Out of Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Okay, you learn something new every day. Uh, NIT. Uh, quarterfinals last night from Cincinnati. Xavier comes back and defeats Vanderbilt 75-73 in a tight ball game. The Blue Raiders of MTSU into the CBI championship game with a big win over Abilene Christian 85-69. And on the ice last night, the Preds fall to the LA Kings at uh, Crypto.com Arena, by the way. 6-1. to one. High school baseball today. Riverd- That's the- Third consecutive game that six goals have been scored mm. in the Preds. <laughs> they lost a six lot to of, four, then they won six to three, and they lost six to one. I don't, so weird. I don't know the numbers, but it it, it appears, uh, you know, there's more goals being scored this this season than in previous, which is not a bad thing. No. Uh, high school baseball, Riverdale and Oakland continue their series today. Mount Juliet at Cookville. Uh, Fairview at Greenbrier, Columbia hosts Summertown. That's an interesting game. Nolensville at Franklin. Ravenwood welcomes Lipscomb Academy. Clarksville Academy is at Dixon County. CPA at Brentwood Academy and Father Ryan at Pope Prep. Softball in the dirt today. Laverne at Cane Ridge. Oakland at Wilson Central. Ravenwood welcomes Pope Prep. It is uh, Harpeth at Clarksville. Springfield hosts Joe Burns and DCA will travel to Friendship Christian. On the pitch, Lebanon and Warren County. Rossville White House. Columbia welcomes Brentwood. Blackman and Independence will play. And Lincoln travels, Lincoln County, that is, travels to Page. College baseball this afternoon, this evening. Union at Trevecca. It's a 6 p.m. first pitch. Softball, Tennessee State at MTSU, 5 p.m. And Chattanooga at Lipscomb at 4 o'clock. 
Uh, men's basketball tonight, to mention that CBI championship game, it'll be the Blue Raiders of MTSU versus UNC Wilmington. Four o'clock, ESPN2 for a championship today. And in the NBA, the Nets will be at the Grizzlies uh, tonight, 6.30 ESPN on the mothership with the big, bad Brooklyn Nets in town. And that is your hump day edition of The Rundown. Today's top story comes from a unfortunate situation taking place up in Nashville last night. A Pearl Cohn senior who had signed to play for Lindsey Wilson, uh, play football, uh, unfortunately passed away in a car accident last night, Mo, and there's a story on MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, yeah, Taurus Turrentine, six foot, 285-pound teddy bear, as Tony Brunetti described him in a release, um, was a passenger in a single car crash. The 17-year-old driver... Um, Swerved when she said she saw headlights in front of her and and thought a vehicle was coming at her. Swerved off the roadway and struck a tree, according to information provided by the Metro Nashville Police Department, up on the north side of Nashville, up at um, due west specifically. And so, um, Taurus Turrentine, three-year starter for Pearl Cone, played four years in the program, all-district at defensive tackle. Again, as you said, um, had signed last month with Lindsey Wilson, a um, NAIA a perennial power, I guess, in Definitely. football up there. So, um, obviously, our our thoughts and condolences go out to the 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 Pearl Cone football family, the Pearl Cone community, and certainly Taurus Turrentine's family. That's um, that's tough. When anytime you lose a youngster at that age, it's 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 heartbreaking. It really is. Um, been through it. I've been too close to it myself, and um, it's it's hard. No question. Let's uh, take a break and talk some NASCAR on the other side of the break because Heather Williams will be joining us and. We'll talk a little about Atlanta, talk a little about the upcoming race on the first road course of the year, and maybe we'll talk a little Speedway Inc. So. I, I bet we're going to wind up talking a little Greenville basketball as well. <laughs> we might. Yeah. So y'all stick around here on Main Street Sports today. we return with Heather Williams right after this. Folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today on this hump day edition as we continue to bring you the most comprehensive and timely coverage of sports from around the mid-state and beyond, as JP so eloquently put earlier. Excited to jump in here to talk a little Racing and I'm sorry to talk what a little racing, racing, racing. Yes, not, not racing. Well, there's yeah, I guess I did it for Turi. If you have any, uh, never mind. Yeah, uh, my bad. I'll get to that anyway. It's easy to talk about the things that go round and round quickly when you have Heather Williams on the line and Heather. As always, it's a pleasure. Thank you for taking some time with us this week. How are you? Doing well. Recovering from my trip up your way this weekend. A fruitful visit for our local teams and uh, get back into the grind of uh, covering things like racing. Racing is what she does, but it's not all she does. Um, When Heather gets off the line with us, she is heading over to the Mini Dome. Is is that still in existence? They'll actually practice. They'll actually practice outside unless it's raining today. Oh, okay. At their their outside stadium, yeah. East Tennessee State getting spring football practice started. It's first under a new coach. Yeah, George Quarles, Tennessee high school coaching legend, takes over the program this year. So it'll be interesting to see the difference. Well, I can already tell you there's huge differences between him and Randy Sanders um, in the way they run their practices and the fact that practices are now wide open. So, um other than that, it'll be interesting to see what, what else has changed. He <laughs> clearly, coach doesn't care if you want to come in and scout because we're going to beat we're you. We're going to beat way. you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you know. I mean, that, that probably comes from his background at Maribel. Hey, there you go. You, you can know all you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. Well, I mean, I feel like last year's ETSU team was like that anyway. I mean, they made it all the way to the national quarterfinals. I don't, but you know, Randy, Randy's background being in high level, uh, division one athletics, you know, that close practices are, are staying there. So just a difference of where they came from for sure. 
There's no question. You got a chance to see some, speaking of high school sports, you got a chance to see a little bit, and uh, both Greenville and Dobbins Bennett take gold balls back to East Tennessee. Yeah, how exciting for Upper East Tennessee. It's been a while since the basketball's been as good as it is in this area. And then when you add the two girls teams that we had win state championships in Virginia, teams in this area are playing, playing in a high level. I was particularly impressed with Dobbins Bennett because I hadn't really seen them play much this year. Um, I think everybody expected Greenville to be there. You know, you have the best player in the state in his division. You're expected to be there. But the Dobbins Bennett, that team is about as well-balanced as a team to be. They've got four or five guys that could in any one night go for 20 points, but none of them play like they have to. They just let the game come to them, and I think that was the secret to their success this year. I just want to know, Heather, did anybody use Hail Mary for their headline after Malachi Hale's prayer there in the middle of the paint in that semifinal win? I don't think so. I only I didn't Sad see – I only saw the Bristol paper. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. The Kingsport paper could have, um, but I was already in, in Murfreesboro when that happened, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But it's great. You should have, you should have uh, called up some of your newspaper buddies in, in Tennessee and offered that to them as a prize. Yeah, as soon as he hit the shot, that's exactly what Mo said. He goes, "It was a hail mary." I'm like, "Oh, it's so good." Uh, that's why he's a hall of famer. It, it is. That's exactly it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, something like that. Let's talk a little racing. Let's talk a little racing because one Sunday was phenomenal. I mean, some of the best racing I have ever seen. Certainly out of Atlanta, but that track running like a super speedway was just something incredible to watch. And the finish did not disappoint, did it? No, none of it did. I mean, I've nicknamed that track now Atlanta Dega. Um, <laughs> that's that's it. my trademark. So. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, I don't want NASCAR to overdo this, right? Caledonia, Daytona is great. Atlanta was great, but we can't, we can't, you know, tr- now try to change Kansas and Texas and Vegas into this, right? Um, what made the racing so great is that that's something we don't see every week, um, and it was phenomenal. Atlanta is one of my favorite tracks, but Atlanta like that was a whole nother level. So. Um, they're doing some pretty smart things on NASCAR right now. They've taken their lumps in the last, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 years and things that they've done. But this year, they've continued to hit home run over after home run. And even the races that aren't home runs have been like solid doubles. <laughs> you know, they're, they're just having a really good start to the year. And, you know, I think what exactly what you just said, it's important because Atlanta was kind of – boring anyway in and of itself you know they did the reconfiguration to give it that that quad oval look and we're hoping that that would make make it unique enough but it it just didn't and of course the track with the tire wear and that sort of thing made it even more difficult to to deal with so making it a making it run like a super speedway is going to make Atlanta a place that NASCAR feels good about continuing to come back. And I think that was the end goal and they, they achieved that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the problem with Atlanta was just what I talked about, what could be the problem if they 
try to change other tracks, right? There were so many mile and a half. I mean, they were, they were all nicknamed cookie cutters, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those races became boring because there were a million of them. So by mixing some of these tracks up, you know, if they do eventually make Auto Club into a short track and they, they've mixed some of these tracks up and given us more variety, that's what really makes the racing great. And so by making another super speedway, although a mini version of it, I think was absolutely the right thing to do. And Atlanta's so historic and so iconic in NASCAR that it was really sad to see what that track had become, attendance-wise, racing-wise. So I'm hopeful that this is a step in the right direction to save that track, keep it on the schedule, and keep it a big part of NASCAR. As we move to the Circuit of the Americas, uh, obviously that is a the first road course of the year, and – it's it's it, it's unique in and of itself. I you know it's one of one of my favorite road courses, but you know it's kind of become boring over the last few years because the same two or three people win every single road course. How does that change this week, or does it? Elliot, oh. did we lose? I think we have some some Bluetooth. Mm. road course game right i mean it's happened a little bit in the see if we can get her hey 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 let's let's start over with that uh with that answer here because uh we we had some some bluetooth connectivity issues so again does that change this week can it change she cannot hear us no um, do we need to drop so her and Chase, bring her back? Yeah. Um, yeah, just pause for a moment. Chase, okay. So Chase Elliott and Joey Logano, not Joey Logano, Kyle Larson are almost going to win every single, and Chase Elliott specifically, mm-hmm. dude wins every single race. Now, what I was showing you mm-hmm. is that Bubba Wallace is actually going to run it in the Xfinity series, which is like, you know, the AAA, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, and he's going to run it for Joe Gibbs, for Joe race, Gibbs, which is where he started. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious if that's if that extra practice and that extra run in a in a. So he's going to run car. the Xfinity race with Joe Gibbs, and then he's going to run the Cup race as he normally would. With, I, I, I presume. Yeah, uh, they don't say anything different. Heather, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can okay. you guys hear me now? Yes, we can. We can. We were just talking about Bubba Bubba Wallace running uh, the the number eighteen Dr Pepper car in the Xfinity race for Joe Gibbs on Saturday, and curious if that's going to help him in that that Sunday uh, NASCAR Cup race. Yeah, for sure. It's it's an effort to get him better at road course races because that is one of the places that he's weak, and it kind of tied into the answer I was trying to give. To the question when uh, we lost our connection earlier, which is um, other drivers have got to get better at road course races. I mean, we saw some of this in the in the nineties and two thousands when Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart were winning everything because the other drivers weren't good enough. The reason why Chase Elliott dominates the road course is that he's the best at it. So, and I think you're seeing because I think other drivers try to do this because I think Alex Bowman's going to run the truck race. Um, I think there might be one or two other uh, Cup Series drivers that are either running the truck race or the Xfinity race to try to get better, to try to catch up with Chase, because right now he's the king of the road. (laughs) 
Nice. Ha ha. I see what you did there. I like you, that. Yeah. Well done. Heather, Heather, let me ask you something. And again, as a, as a racing novice, how tough is it driving back to back days like that? It's I mean, how, how much I mean, of a toll does that take on, on the driver? It's tough, and especially the road course, which is, you know, a lot of shifting and, and turning and, and using muscles and things that you don't use in a normal race. But even a even a, a short track like Bristol or whatever, because the G-forces is a lot on the body. I mean, depending on the temperature, drivers can lose, you know, 5 to 10 pounds in water weight during a race. So it's extremely tough on the body. Um, but, I mean, most of the drivers anymore train – like athletes in any other sport. I mean, they do workouts and weight, lift weights. And, you know, if you look at a guy like Jimmy Johnson, that guy's a triathlete. So most of them can handle it. But, yeah, it does take quite a toll on your body, to, especially if it's hot, which in Texas it probably will be, um, to, to endure that. You don't see a lot of Junior Johnsons on the circuit anymore, huh? <laughs> no. the last one of those kind of guys is Ryan Newman, and he – you know, he hung them up this year. So, yeah, there's not really those kind of guys in sport anymore. What a crazy finish it was in Atlanta. Hopefully there will be some suspense. drama or suspense on Sunday at the Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix at the Circuit of Americas. It will be on Fox at 2.30 Central Time. Make sure to check it out. And Heather, as always, it is a pleasure we enjoy your time, and thank you for taking it with us. Absolutely. Love coming on with you guys. Be sure and tell Coach Quarles I said, hey. Hmm. Will do. All righty. All right. When we come back, we have NFL free agency is the wild, wild, it, it just, wild, wild it, and wacky Wednesday <laughs> NFL. It just started today? To basically, yes. So you could. So what's been going on for the last – just Unrestri- an appetizer. Unrestricted. <laughs> restricted free agency and is now it's all unrestricted now. So oh, oh it's oh so so now it's getting it's real. It's wide open. Yep. All right. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. On the other side of the break. Stick around. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Wall. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan <laughs> McGee. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. 
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today. As we are continuing this wild and wacky Wednesday with a little NFL talk. But I do want to mention this. This is this is pretty funny. Um on first take today, they had Stephen A. Smith in front of the Memphis skyline because obviously the Brooklyn and Memphis playing tonight on ESPN. And <laughs> And Jeff Calkins of the Daily Memphian tweets, okay, this skyline is so sad. Can't we have the bridge, the pyramid, or maybe just some cars stopped by a train? <laughs> Which is just, if you know, you know. And <laughs> it really is kind of kind of a sad skyline. So but to follow up on that, apparently. They couldn't have put him on Bill. They could have at least put Bill Street behind like, him. Put like, Central behind him. Yeah, Bill him. Street at night, you know, with, <laughs> with all the neon lights lit up. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, apparently, he spoke at Southwind oh. High School today That's because cool. um friend of the show, John Varlis of the Daily Memphian, mm-hmm. um, tweeted something out along those lines. He's got a um, – he's retweeted a picture that a um, Southwind's administrator apparently – Posted so good stuff. It is yeah. again Memphis hosting the Nets tonight. So since Brooklyn's involved, ESPN is involved. Brooklyn in the house. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> as we're talking about NFL, Robert Woods stepped up to the podium for the first time today, and one, I love the fact that the Rams had to pay him the three point five million. Uh, roster bonus. <laughs> Thanks, LA. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, but dude stepped up with some straight swagger. Had zero. I'm talking. He stepped up there and acted like he was freaking Jerry Rice. Me and AJ Brown gonna be awesome. I mean, just zero hesitation about being a Titan, doing what Titans do. 
And I love that. I, I I love a guy who can come in and personify a the Titans attitude from the get. Doesn't have to learn it. <laughs> you know, the, when you are the number one seed coming back, I, mean, you, I, I think there's got to be a degree of swag in that locker room. And this guy was associated with a, you know, a team that, that won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So uh, he yeah, went to I, I, I wouldn't, I would not expect swag to be an issue for him. And, you know, he's jumping right in. So served as a captain, caught 367 balls for 4,626 yards and 23 touchdowns in five years uh, and two Super Bowl appearances. That's, that ain't shabby. That's pretty good. That ain't that. Yeah, and that's so, a that's a guy so that, you want on your team. That's a good thing, right? That's a guy you want on your team. Yeah, seems that seems good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, on top of that, it's not just the big names and the captains that J. Rob is making sure stick around. You know, when you've got a, a special teams player, the caliber of Dylan Cole, you got to make sure you keep a guy like that. Special teams guys at that level just don't exist everywhere. And he's, you know, he's not quite good enough to play, you know, the linebacker position consistently. But boy, it seems every time there is a special teams play, Dylan Cole's involved. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, coaches will tell you, you know, offense, defense, special teams. It's 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 part it's of a it. thing and it's important. And you need to be good at it. So, but the Titans are not the ones making the crazy moves. <laughs> you thought they would be? I did not. Yeah. But the craziest thing, I mean, I'm eating lunch today and almost spit out my Zaxby's chicken when I get the push that notification, right? That Tyreek Hill was headed to Miami for. Five draft picks, five draft picks, which gives the Chiefs eight million, eight million in cap space. But no, I mean eight million draft picks. It feels like it. Um, they get, they have six picks in three of their draft picks are in the top one hundred and three picks of the draft. That's that's three, a reload. Say that again. Three of their picks are in the top 103. 103. Wow. Do you remember when the Braves had like 10 picks in the first three rounds or something? That's kind of what this feels like. I bet the I bet the Chiefs don't take all pitchers. <laughs> But they might take all receivers, though. They, I mean, I guess it's possible. What I mean, this is a Chiefs team that right now they're they're not great. Well, they did, at the receiver position. Well, they did sign Juju Schuster, uh, Smith Schuster. They though. did sign Juju Smith Schuster, but after that, uh, they got Kelsey, st- and you've got Nicole, Nicole Hardman, and who's no slouch. No. Uh, I'm saying this is not the – I don't think you have the deep threat. Juju doesn't really give you 
as much of a deep threat, and it no. certainly doesn't give you what Tyreek Hill gave you on the sweeps no. and, the, and that sort of thing. That, they a, don't have that Deshaun um, Jackson type, which is what Tyreek Hill was, right? He was kind of a flex guy. Mm. He was a slash guy. And they don't have that anymore. So I'm curious how that changes I, the offense. Uh, who's the kid? They had a kid that showed up big for them in the postseason this past year whose name I can't remember. He was from another um, relatively small college program who made some big plays for them. And then I think they might see McCall Hardman as a guy who can do that type thing as well. Uh, it's possible. What I am more concerned about, if I am a Chiefs fan, is is this a rebuild or is it a reload or what's the plan for this money? Because you offered Tyreek Hill a boatload of money. I don't think, as long as Patrick Mahomes is on their roster, they're ever going to be in a rebuild. They also have Josh Gordon under contract. And if he ever plays, that'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. Maybe it might be awesome. I don't know. I haven't seen him on the field in six years, it feels like. I legitimately don't know the last time I saw Josh Gordon on a football field. And that's another story for another day. It's sure it is. a little ridiculous, but <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, hearing that, you know, a lot of Miami fans are excited, but also think that this is kind of do or die for Tua Tungvaluwa. Well, I guess they figure that, you know, if they've got a window, this is this is pushing it open, and with a first year coach, I mean, not, I'm just asking. I, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, you've kind of put yourself behind the eight ball, going out and having to put a new coach on the field and a new staff and new terminology. And trading away five draft picks over the next little bit. For one guy. Yeah. I mean, is Tyreek Hill worth that? Did they overpay? Probably. One guy who is probably in NFL years on the backside. Sure. You know, maybe not to the degree of a Julio Jones, but – on the back half of his productivity. This has a Bill Belichick feel to it in terms of getting – getting Miami? No, no uh, Kansas City, of mm. moving on from potentially aging stars before they age. This will be his – this will be Tyreek Hill's, Tyreek Hill's seventh season. Yeah. I mean, speed's going to go eventually. And without and speed, what? At 5'10", 185, mm -hmm. once your speed is gone at that position, there yep. ain't a lot left. So That's an A-plus move, I think, by the Chiefs to get five draft picks. No question. Hayden Grove throws this out there, and this is just a curious – this is just throwing this. This is not something that, that is happening or is going to happen, anything like that. Tua to Seattle – Baker Mayfield to Miami, to Miami with Mike McDaniels. 
So. That's. I think the quarterback carousel this year is going to emulate the coaching carousel from college football this past year. It's it's already wild. And and again, Seattle, Carolina, Detroit, if they decide to do something with golf, I mean, there's still some potential Cleveland. moves out there. <laughs> because they may or may not get Deshaun Watson. And if you move on from Baker, then what? Which may be why they're not. They did sign Jacoby Brissett they though, this weekend as well, so I, which kind of went under the radar until a couple of my boys pointed it out to me. So I don't know, man. This NFL free agency thing is going to get weirder and wilder and wackier, and we're going to keep getting weirder, wilder, and wackier on this show. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today comes back after this.